and narcissistic are tough to manage. Unfocused, self-interested, and they're accused of being entitled. The millennials in Generation Z have the Peter Pan syndrome. They don't ever want to grow up. Welcome back. We are the Problem Podcast. Right back with another one and another special guest for you beautiful people today. Welcome yourself, Emily, to the podcast. Thank Introduce you. yourself Thank to the people. You. Let them know what you want to do and what you're trying to do here in the future. Let them know what you got coming up. Let them know what they can look for. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Um, my name is Emily Metalton, um, or Hermenia Blue, if you're feeling a little fancy. Um, I am a blind, disabled artist from Queens, New York, born and raised. Shout out Queens. Um, yes, shout out <laughs> Queens. Um, I am a painter as well as a hair and makeup artist, um, so I dabble in both. Um, I am really passionate about using my platform to both, you know, display my art, but also spread awareness about uh, disabilities and blindness and stuff like that. Um, also about uh, mental illness and taking care of yourself. Um, that's a big part of my story too. So. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I had no idea that you were blind. Um, it's legally, right? Yeah, legally blind. So I sometimes say partially blind. That yeah. makes a little more sense to people. Basically, I have no central vision. Um, so the centers are basically blocked out, and then I see with my peripherals. That's kind of fire though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when you're painting, like how does that how does that work out? Are you you see the so you see the page and you just and then like how do you where do you look when you go to put the pen to paper yeah. or brush the tape or brush the canvas? Um so I sort of naturally look slightly to the side of things. Like I, some people can notice like if I'm having a conversation with someone it's hard for me to like make eye contact. Yeah. Um so I kind of look to the side. Um it makes it a little difficult because peripheral vision isn't built to see details mm. really, so I strain my eyes a lot, but basically I use my peripheral vision um I am. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I went to art school as well. Um, I assume you went to art school too. You said that you went to. Yeah. So for high school, I went to LaGuardia High School and I studied vocal music. Um, and then um, I went to cosmetology school. Mm. So that's wow. where I was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's where I had my like my hairstylist, makeup artist training. Yeah, um, it was all in the arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I never um, went to school for like visual art, painting, and stuff yeah. like that. That's all like self-taught. Oh, very nice. Yeah. That's fire, actually. Yeah. You know, it must have been like kind of, I guess, riveting is the word, if I'm trying to find it, to be around like, you know, creatives in both high school and then moving into kind of like a cosmetology thing. Mm -hmm. it, it kind of motivates you, I would imagine, is more of what I to be around other people who are like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I keep a lot of like creative people as friends too because it's just it's great to be in that environment. I think it, you know, people's creativity kind of feeds Beans. off of each other, you know. So yeah. I yeah. I always appreciate that for sure. Yeah, that's why I keep Tony around. It kind of keeps the energy, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of days where like, you know, if I don't have it and he has it, and then, like, you know, if I, there are some days that may be rare that I have it, <laughs> and that I have it, he don't have it, 
and you know we kind of try to pick each other up and whatnot um so it's kind of like i could kind of see that and then like you know we also kind of keep each other honest competitively as well in our you know day-to-day lives mm-hmm. if, you know whether it be on video games or at work you know what i mean yeah. we try to you know go at it um it's like you would think that it's like so i was looking at a video the other day on instagram right mm-hmm. and they were talking about how guys can be friends without like knowing each other's birthdays or their favorite color or anything <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And like me and Tony has spent like basically until like freaking one o'clock in the morning or some shit like that playing Battlefield and shit like that, mm-hmm. and like you know talking and drinking, having so many uh, you know fucking conversations and you know doing this, and like to think that I think it was maybe last weekend Tony we went out yeah. and I could tell him something that he'd never known about me before. Yeah, and it's like you know it's dope because. That type of thing kind of brings out, you know, not only who you are, right? You know, being able to be around other people that are kind of more like you, you kind of get along with them, and you kind of mm-hmm. vibe the same way. And you know, it can kind of get you to, you know, where you got to be next in its own way too. You want to, you want to tell the people what what it was, or you want to not tell the people what it was? Because I, I didn't remember, do I don't that. Expect exactly what it was. I didn't do that. No, I didn't do that. Hey, why your family act so motherfucking nervous, man? My people, nigga, act like the feds. Alright, I'm not gonna blast your ear here. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, but trust me, it's pretty riveting. I wasn't expecting that out of this man, but I'm just saying, man, he's got some game. You're hilarious, bro. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> Chill out. Well, you could constantly, like, learn more about a person. Like, you said yeah. you could be friends for years, but... You know, if you have a foundation of either like creative stuff or you know enjoying things like playing games together or whatever, if you have that foundation, it makes it easier to talk about other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. what kind of art do you do? I know you used to paint, right? Yes. And is it like is it abstract painting? Is it um, you, you, what kind of art is or are you? Uh... Um, you know, it's hard for me to categorize that. Um, I paint a lot of like portraits, like faces and like human form. Um, oh, I'm, sick. Yeah, I'm yeah. very attracted to colors. So um, my color palettes are usually like, very significant in my paintings. I do a lot of like pastel colors and you know, like bright colors and nice. stuff like that. Yeah, I think visually um, I'm able to pick out colors a little bit easier than other details. And also I just feel like my emotions are tied to colors. So depending mm-hmm. on you know, what colors I'm using in the painting could be Okay. Yeah. And what what originally attracted you to like just the art itself? Like, what was it? Yeah. Um, I've been making art since before I could read or write. Like my earliest memories of like out the womb, like yeah, <laughs> sketchpad. You know, um, my dad was an artist, so we always had yeah, we always had like art supplies and stuff around. You know. Harry tells me you're quite the science whiz. You know. I'm something of a scientist myself. Um, and I'm super thankful for that because that was just always my outlet. You know, growing up, um, you know, I started to lose my vision at a young age. Um, and oh, so you weren't born like that? It was something that happened a little yeah, early, really early in life? So it's genetic um, and it develops, for some people, it develops later on in life and for some people it develops earlier. Um, I think I had my first pair of glasses when I was like five or six and mm-hmm. just kind of elevated from there yeah. but you know going through that at a young age I didn't quite 
understand that necessarily. Yeah. And like I had a lot of emotions about that, but I didn't know how to like put words to that and express right, it. Right. So I always just, you know, my little sketch pad or my little canvas or whatever it is of coloring books, you know, that was like my happy place. Right. Um, almost, that's almost that's just fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's real dope. That's how I, you know, I tell some people we, they develop their, you know, kind of an outlet in their art. Yeah, and of course. It's really, it's really tough um, when you don't have that outlet because you don't know how to express yourself. Yeah. And when you have art and you have a way to draw and you have a way to just, just get it all out there, it just it, it's a release in a way that it's beneficial to you. It's beautiful. Right. Of course. Yeah. It can be very not beneficial to keep those things inside. Oh, definitely. I think. Definitely. And yeah, sometimes art communicates better than words sometimes mm -hmm. I, no, I, I agree with that, that that's, a that's a fact say a lot of for the bitches in the back hey. I can make, put that on a five star statement because you know I'll tell you what I, I, and I think that actually leads me into what we were getting into before uh, we kind of started this off the subject of you know you know we bring on music artists as well mm -hmm. and we started talking on music mm -hmm. and we started getting into the uh the idea of emo rap right yeah yeah so like you know emo Come rap emo rap so emo rap <laughs> is in case tony hasn't figured it out here i guess I we can play it for tony yes. and with you beautiful people at home so that you guys can learn together what emo rap is <laughs> so emo rap emo rap is a subdiversion of emo rock Things like that, so the Green Day of the World, My Chemical Romance, things like that. Um, and it got into basically what it is black people found a way to like that type of stuff, but with hip hop, you know, you merge the two, you get the Juice World of the World, you get mm. the Excess Tentacions of the World, you get uh, the Little Uzis of the World, things like that, right? So, music that is more of the quote unquote sad boy genre. That is also hip hop. Emo. Interesting. Yes. I, just, I know of a nice, art, uh, really good artist at the moment, a really good band called Magnolia Park, mm -hmm. and it's actually a it's a it's a rock band. It's a kind of alternative, but it's got a lead singer as a black man, and it's awesome. Oh, that's oh yeah, it's sick, dude. I've never seen them. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you that. some. I'll send it to your way. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, that'd be fire. Uh, so yeah, we were talking about it, and um, so let the people know. Like you let me know, you were uh, a big fan of Juice World, Juice right? World. Yes. And um, you gave me your top five songs of his. Oh, there's right? so many good ones, yeah. <laughs> so many good ones, but you gave me five, right? As a, like a, a pre warm up, pre warm up, you know, stretching yes. the muscles. So give it to the people here with some, you know, pre warm up and some time to think with a little ginger yeah. ale in your system that is not. Uh, alcoholic beverage for people at <laughs> home. You know what I mean? Do not censor us, YouTube. No, this is straight, straight <laughs> ginger ale. <laughs> Healthy stuff here. We talk about good things. This program was made possible by contributions to your PBS station from viewers like you. Thank you. Um, let the people know at home your top five juice rolls. Oh gosh. Um, in no particular order. No particular no, yeah, order. No particular. Um. Robbery. Robbery. She told me put my heart in the bag and nobody gets hurt. Um, Lean with me. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, Lean with me. Yes. Ye
Yes. Drugs got me sweating, but the room getting colder. Looking at the devil and the angel on my shoulder. Yeah, video for that. Uh, Very late video. Maybe. Top five. Um, Armed and Dangerous is great. Definitely. I'm in town. Yeah. Party's going down. Shoot up. Um, Rockstar in his prime. Yes. I'm a rock star in this prime. If I take too many perks, then I won't die. Um, and uh, real shit. Real that's shit. kind of like a more positive yeah. sort of. Life's good. Oh. Real shit, real shit, never tell a lie. Real shit, never tell a lie. Definitely, definitely. I will tell y'all. If I don't put each one up as she lists them, then find a pen, a pad, rewind this, and take it down. Because you're going to want to listen to every single one of those. So what I believe you were trying to say is thank you. Thank you? You're welcome. What? No, no, no. You'll do yourself a favor. Um, those five songs make me think about kind of other artists that maybe... I don't know if you've heard of, you know, we started getting to Khalid, right? Mm -hmm. He likes Khalid at some level. Um, but here's an artist that I think that we didn't get into, and I'm wondering if nine times ten you maybe have heard of him, or do you like him, and that's Post Malone. Yeah, I I like him. I don't I'm I'm not really familiar with a lot of his songs, so I can't give you like a very strong opinion. Yeah. <laughs> but from what I have heard, I do enjoy it. Yeah. What have you heard? Um, I really only know like the radio, the radio songs, yeah. uh, like the singles and stuff. Well, Post Malone's got such a unique style. I know, yes. yeah. It's like he, he just he like vibrates when he, he sings. Yeah, yeah, when he sings, it's it's actually really cool. Yeah, it's he different. has a very unique um, timbre to his yes. voice yeah. that I really enjoy. Yeah. I I need to brush up on my. The discography. What um, kind of music do you listen to? Do you like, like a be like a full range of music? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I very much grew up as a little as a little emo kid. Mm -hmm. So I love my I love my bands. Um, I have a My Chemical Romance tattoo, which is fire. Yeah. Yeah. It says carry on. on yes, it. it's carry on. Fucking dope. Matter of fact, put it in the full yeah, camera. Let's, let's see if we can do this. I don't know. Let's see. I don't know if y'all can see that, but it's <laughs> fucking fire. Yeah, it's one of my favorite tattoos. Um, I also have a Look beard. that song up as well. Yes. Um. Um, I also have a Paramore tattoo on my neck. Um, uh, uh, we were talking about Daniel Caesar before. Which um, was playing. Yeah, he's one of my favorite artists. Um, Juice, juice, one of the favorite ones. Well, those aren't bands, but. <laughs> Have you had, like, I know that people say if you lose a sense, you gain, your other senses are stronger. Do you, mm. do you, do you find that at all? Like, what? Yes and no. Okay. Um, I think in some ways it's a little bit of a stereotype. Like, because there's like Daredevil, right? And like, yeah. he's like a super. Yeah. I get compared to yeah. Daredevils. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I mean, it's it's fun. It's fun. Um, he's a great great dude. Um, but, uh, he's a great guy. He's nice people. You know, street street level crime. Yeah. 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 Um, but 
Yeah, I guess to an extent my hearing is a little more sensitive, but not like, you know, supersonic hearing or anything. Yeah. Um, but I definitely connect with, um, you know, I rely on my other senses more. Yeah, So, right. you know, I'm very tactile and yeah. stuff. Okay. Well, the reason I said that because you have music, I felt like played a lot of interact yeah, and put yeah. it on your body must mean a lot to you. So, I mean, you probably, I don't know, I feel like you would, in, I feel like you, have, you enjoy music a not, not Different. more differently. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like uniquely. Yeah. yeah. Like, yes. like yes. me, if I were to smoke, I feel like I hear I hear music differently. I hear yeah. deeper parts of music that would make. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I think, um, you know, my vision loss has forced me to kind of feel things out energetically um, to some extent. So I think, you know, I have a strong connection with music and I kind of connect with it on a deeper level. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. I'm, that's amazing. Like just to, to have that and just to be an artist and just to ex just do it all. Like that's, yeah. that's, that's sick. That's really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's it's tough. I mean, it's, I'm not gonna say it's that easy because I I went to art school and I I know how hard it is just to do anything and to express oneself. Period. But I mean, it's you know it's I'm trying to find the word. It's it's like it's admirable. It's really cool. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's it's hard work. You know, people think that pursuing an art career like isn't a career <laughs> you know they, they think you know xyz about it but it is it is hard on, on a lot of levels um well i would say it's challenging i guess yeah. but you know there are healthy challenges yes um and you know i do encounter challenges with my vision loss you know i feel like i kind of have to work twice as hard at things oh. to accomplish things sometimes um which can be discouraging but also you know Keeps me going. Yeah, you're not gonna let that stop you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know. You know. I mean, like, I'll put it to you this way: the 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 fight is, I think, kind of the best part in its own way. Mm. Because you know, you get you hear a lot of artists and like, you know, I'll just say artists in general. I'll stop with there. Artists in general, after they've made some sort of wave in their industry and they've gotten the money and a lot of the things that they've always wanted, blah blah blah. Right, bought their mama house, got caught. They go like, you know, and they lose the passion. You know what I mean? Like some of it starts to wane. It's not the same anymore. Da, da, da. Now some of it may, you know, be just the fans trying to be those guys that are like, oh, he's not the same. He done blew up, and now he's, you know, not, not the well, guy. They do that, they do that with music too. Yeah, no, and that's, and that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. In art, that's why I start with art yeah, yeah, yeah. in general. In general yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, he's not the same guy, he's got all the money, you know, and some of those dudes are just haters, right? And that yeah. happens, you know, if you don't have haters, you're doing something wrong, wake up if you don't have any. I let my haters be my motivators. Um, and some of it is also just a little true, right? It happens in sports, right? In sports or yeah. in its own way in art, right? Mm -hmm. Basketball, dudes get paid, and then all of a sudden, you know, they want to, you know, pop like five points a night or something like that. Start passing the ball because they don't, they don't, you know, they don't have to anymore. Right, they kind of detach from it a little bit. Right. So it's like, you know, and, and they ask, like, you know, when people ask, it's like, they they always say, like, when people, you know, people put it in their songs, like, I almost miss being poor. Mm. You know what I mean? And they try to, like, you know, and it, they, they don't want to sound bad about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's like, yo, you know, what do you mean? 
you and go back to being like me. Like, you know, they miss yeah. the hunger. Right. It's the mm, it's the drive. the drive. Yeah. That journey. Don't forget your journey, guys. Yes. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. You know, look, take a second to stop, look around, appreciate what you have. Right? There's a lot of you know, and, and this is gonna get back into like, you know, the whole idea of the emo rap and you know, expression self-expression and all these great things. You know, I've learned as I've talked about on the show before, and you know, I guess we can get into it as well. Um, as you said, you know, you went through a lot of emotions young, uh, mm -hmm. dealing with the blindness, you know. There's a lot of uh, benefit to being able to uh, find a way to express yourself and let people or like your, your emotions be kind of let out, whether it's artists, you know, doing it during the hunger times, you know, on the tracks, they're going hard because that's what they got. You know what I mean? Right. It's either I make it or nothing happens. You know what I mean? And, you know, once you get there, it's like all those, all of those emotions start to dissipate because now you've got it. Right. And, and it's like you're looking around like, what the fuck else do I do? You know what I mean? Yeah. What else do I do? Like, what do I do with my heads? Do I just... <laughs> exactly. That's right, Krabs. Now hand over the secret Krabby Patty formula. Or what? I don't know. I never thought I'd get this far. Well, when you have that underlying, like, driving passion, then yeah. that, that doesn't really like, fade, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and they start to go through, you know, uh, emotions, you know, like even Michael Phelps had to take therapy. Dude's fucking, he's got medals coming out of his fucking eyeballs. Yeah. He's the most, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the most de one of the most decorated, and might I say, immaculate looking men in all of sports, right? Yeah. And, Yet, you know, he suffers with dealing with, you know, emotional, uh, you know, regulation, you know, emotional intelligence, things of this nature, right? And there are kids that look up to him. So, you know, um, do you want to kind of talk us through some of those emotions that you experienced as you were young, you know, kind of dealing with the blindness, and then, you know, also how that helps that drive that you have today, you know what I mean, to go out and do art shows that she was at last week, I don't know if y'all caught that, um, she can get into the next one she's yeah. gonna be in, but take us through your journey. Yeah, oh my goodness, where do I start? Um, <laughs> so, I guess, you know, with the blindness that kind of caused just a lot of confusion. Mm -hmm. You know, I just genuinely didn't really grasp what was going on. Um, it almost felt like my body was betraying me mm -hmm. in a way. You know, like, why is one of my vital functions, you yeah. know, not functioning? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I struggled in school uh, a lot because of that. Um, and people started to be a little mean to me because of that. And I got bullied and stuff like that. Kids are fucking assholes. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I turn into a grown-up, I don't want to be a fat grown-up. I want to be a skinny grown-up. Do you know any fat grown-ups? And, you know, I got into, like, fashion and self-expression at a very young age, yeah. um, naturally, and, like, got bullied for that. And yeah. then, like, you know, during high school, though, I got a little better, because um, I wasn't more around more artistic people and stuff. Right. But basically, you know, I grew up with a lot of anxiety. Yeah. Um, 
I would get panic attacks and I didn't know what they were, so I thought something was like wrong with my heart. You know, right. why is my heart beating? Yeah. You know, um, and you know, things are so overwhelming that that kind of caused depression. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And I've been in therapy for a good 10 years now. Oh, solid. I think. Yes, sir! This nigga's spitting! Damn, nigga! Um, and yeah, I'm so thankful. Yeah. Um, Best decision. Yeah, ever. it's very, you know, I've learned. My disability has taught me a certain level of independence, right? And, you know, I, sh I grapple with the feeling of like being dependent on mm -hmm. people. Because um, I am going to be dependent to some extent. You know, I depend on public transportation. Right. I can't drive, right. you know. Um, and my independence is very valuable to me. And I've learned that, you know, with my mental health and my well being, like, I have to be, you know, of course I have my support system, but I have to be the one to make those moves and do that work, mm -hmm. you know, to move forward. Um, so I value that very much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> as you talk about moving forward, mm -hmm. right, let the people know kind of some of your, at least what would you say your best works are, where they can find these and then where they can probably find you in the coming yeah, of course. So um, on Instagram and TikTok, you can find me uh, Herminia Blue. That's H-E-R-M-I-N-I-A Blue, like the color. Mm -hmm. um, HerminiaBlue.com. Um, I sell a bunch of cool shit. I sell uh, original artwork, prints, stickers, um, even merch, like hoodies, t-shirts. Nice. Um, Shameless plug. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, I do that. Um, this summer, I uh, just started doing you know some official art shows and stepping into that world. Um, so uh, that's actually where I met Rich um, at an art ah, show. So yeah, my very first one. Um, well, how's that going? The art so, shows and everything. It's great. I have two under my belt um, now. Upcoming August nineteenth, I will be in Queens, Long Island City. Whoa! Um, pass by yes. the time this comes out, but shout out to that one. We'll, <laughs> when she posts, we'll repost it for you, lovely people, and then you know you'll also see about this probably at the same time we post it. Yes. <laughs> also, uh, so uh, the weekend of September twenty third and twenty fourth. I will be at uh, 34th Street Hudson Yards uh, with my own little table, selling oh. my stuff. It's a, a goodbye summer festival. There's like nice. music, art, food. I like that. Chill vibes. 34 Hudson Yards, is that where they have Comic-Con? I think that might be, that, is it a big building? Like, they, um, um, I'm not sure. I think this is gonna be an outdoor event. Okay. Um, so I think it's like in the park in that area. Okay. Um, but yeah, because I've seen I've seen people have open art like outside of not exactly on yeah. where that building was like right across the street in the corner. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking it's like it's in the same area. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Probably. Yeah. Do you, are you by there? No, I've I've gone by there when I went to Comic Con. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was on. They had a whole bunch of art people. They had a whole bunch of people out with selling their art, and I was like, I'm, I think That's I bought crazy. something there. I'm not. I don't remember. Uh, but it was really neat. Yeah. So support yeah. local artists. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, once again, tell them where they can find you. <laughs> so, HerminiaBlue.com, you can find my shop. 
Um, you can also find my hair and makeup portfolio if Ooh. that's something that you're interested in. Okay. Um, nice, and nice. Uh, Instagram and TikTok, Hermenia Blue across the board. Yeah. Check it out. So speaking wow. of Comic-Con, right? Do you watch anime at all? I don't, you know. And so there's a reason for that. So I can't read subtitles. Gotcha. That's fair. That's fair. So I feel like dub anime isn't like the same experience. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's kind of, it's hard for me to you. consume it. I got you. you know? I'll tell you what, right? And this is coming from someone who is, I'll say, low key, lowest of keys, a sub-elitist, right? Because I will get on my brother even sometimes for watching the dub version of certain anime. Yeah. It's like, yeah. how can you even? A certain, a certain <laughs> anime, certain anime. Are you serious? I'm so serious. Oh my God, I can't However, watch. I will say, right, in this, in, in this particular instance, right? It's allowed. Not even allowed. <laughs> I, I humbly and expressively employ you to watch any dub you can of any anime. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, all the ones that people will tell you about, like if you just go online and look up top five anime, mm -hmm. if you just watch those, those are all in dub. Cause they've all been out for flipping ever. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. So it's not like, you know, nobody's gonna tell you, oh, you shouldn't watch the dub. Cause nine out of 10 have people who've already been interest, interested or introduced to that anime, watched they it watched first in fucking dub. Yeah. DBZ was in fucking dub. That's right. how we got it. Or in English, son. Right. Uh, uh, uncle, don't be talking that little Japanese shit over here. This is America. I'm so, you know, all the greats, go ahead. You know what I mean? Yeah. And from there, so figure out what you like. Are you more, like when you do portraits, or is it more realistic, or is it, ab like, is it abstract, or an anime type, or is it what kind of style is it? That's a good question. Um, I, I have realistic elements, but they're they're almost like creatures, or yeah. sort of aliens, sort of. Oh. You know, they got um, little horns, or I often add like extra eyes on the face. Um, so it's I guess I wouldn't say abstract, but it's definitely not, uh, you know, uh, always anatomically accurate. I really <laughs> recommend dog anime. No. <laughs> <laughs> For that reason. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's actually dope. Um, yeah. So, like, there was actually a piece that is my personal favorite that she displayed on the first art show. I, I think there's a post up that we both did on the art show. So. You can find it somewhere on our page, but um, take us through that piece. Um, and if you wanted to see if you could pull it up with the camera here and put it on your, you know, your, your solo camera, you could do that as well. If you want to put it up, I'll also most likely put it. Yeah, we can yeah, put it yeah. I can so, send you a picture of it. You know, take us through that piece, kind of what you did yeah. with that, and uh, yeah, of course. So you're thinking about that big, that big one that oh, yeah, caught yeah, yeah. your eye. Okay, so and, and some of your favorites as well. Yeah, of course. So I created a 30 by 40 inch uh, piece called Wise Mind. Um, there's three faces. Um, one face is, uh, is happy, smiling. Um, she's got uh, her third eye open, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and then off to the right, you have a very sad and distressed face. Um, she's you know looks like she hasn't slept um her eye, her third eye is closed um and in the middle uh i have a very neutral face 
that's kind of a blend of both. Um, uh, Color-wise, too, as well, because on opposite sides, you have blue and pink, and then the middle face is purple. Um, so it's literally like a physical blend of those two colors. Um, but I find I'm, I'm very pro honoring both the light and the dark in life, right? I think if you're, you know, if you're always negative and never can like find uh, joy in things, it's like, you know, it's, it's hard to be stuck in that place. Yeah. But if you're always like, like positive and like happy rainbows, you know, like that's important to be positive, but if you ignore the dark, yeah. that sets you up for failure as well. So, yeah. you know, my healing has been in synthesizing the two. Yeah. I, I agree because I'm a Libra, so I kind of, I kind of, oh, yeah. yeah, I kind of, I kind of, exactly. I try to rely on the balance. Um, sometimes it's a little too much on each side, which sucks. But you know, it's something you got to work through. Yeah. But course. the the being too happy part, I think people that do that, they're not. They're, it's a front. They're yeah. kind of lying yeah. to themselves. Yeah. yeah Don't like, trust the people that are like always fucking chipper, chipper, chipper. Yeah. Like that's kind of serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> I did know one guy who was always had worked at the Cheesecake Factory. Um, back in 2012. And there's this one dude, always happy, all the time. He got robbed, blind, took everything out of his house. Oh no! He was like, "That's all right. I'm still here." I was like, "You lost everything." I don't understand it. That I don't. But he was—he's an amazing guy. He yeah. just nothing ever got to him. So I don't—I don't—I don't ever want to be like, "Yo, you're—you uh, know, crying sometimes." <laughs> it's okay to cry. Yeah. Like, Were you good? Yeah. Like he—you It's okay to not be okay. Squidward's father never hugged him. Isn't that sad? <laughs> yes, I suppose that is rather sad, but Squidward can hug himself during his break. <laughs> and yes. That's the thing. <laughs> it's okay to not be okay. Yes, that's a big thing I would buy. Yeah, you know. And I'll tell you what, 10 years or 30 will teach you that. Um, yes. I've had, I think, now it's both maybe four, five years, or so almost half yours in the game. Okay. Um, you know, so it's funny because it's like I think that once you kind of start to explore yourself and try to get those, you know, nuggets and what I really call it therapy is kind of like a tool. Yeah, oh yeah, it's a right? toolbox. It's, it's a definitely oh, it's a one of the best toolboxes you'll ever find. Yes. But it's a great toolbox to explore what is emotional intelligence and you know it opens up I mean whether you want to call it your third eye or you know whatever it may be but I think it opens up a different lens of the world because I think you can see things more for what they are at base right yeah like I, I I've come to find personally that a lot of conflict in general sometimes comes down to just miscommunication Yes. Mm -hmm. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. Like, you felt this way about this thing that I did. You never said anything because you felt that I would do X, Y, and Z, so you didn't say anything. A lot of assumptions. Yeah, exactly. So these, yeah. these feelings pile up, and now I'm starting to overreact here about these little small things, and then I start to, I don't want to get you mad because you're already mad, so I hold that in, and I appease, and so now we're both holding yeah. things in, it's and then I'll boom. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And 
it's like, you know, people get killed over stuff like that Absolutely. too. Absolutely, yeah. And it starts even at the smaller stages with people that are just a little bit, you know, less ignorant. What's up, bro? Hello? Yo. Motherfucker. Asshole! Hey, fuck you, bitch. You are dead meat. I want to apologize. It's like, you know, I think that emotional intelligence is often overlooked. Yes. And I think that if, that's why, you know, I'm sure uh, Emily here and I'm sure Tony here and myself would advocate that, like, you know, whether you want to call it, you want to use therapy, you want to use God, whatever it may be, exploring yourself. Yes. Understanding your feelings. Know yourself. Having a talk with somebody. Understanding that you are not the only person who feels the way you do. There are billions of people in the world. That's true. It's impossible, true. impossible, statistically impossible for you to be the only motherfucker on the planet that feels the way you do. So find another motherfucker that feels the way you do or can help you through the way you do. And, you know, you can hope to be a better you tomorrow and then understand other people's, you know, setbacks or you know, the, the way they may feel in certain moments because it becomes a tool that you can then use in day to day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes conversations go a little bit too far, you know, in the argument territory because nobody recognizes when the stopping point should be. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I'm, I'm talking here, da da da, I say something, you feel the type of way, I don't notice it, so now we just start to escalate on each other. Yeah, it happens, stop it. it happens a lot in relationships and, yeah. 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 and especially friendships too. Like we had a little difference, um, couple days ago we were just weren't on the same page we're like yo what's going on all right and we had to talk it out a little bit and like okay we're not trying to people are not all people always feel like someone's attacking them yes and right yeah i just feel like it's not always like that and it may come off like that so i mean it's still a, everyone's still a work in progress you don't know where that person is in that day mm -hmm. that bad exactly day. yeah yeah some guy was smoking on the train. Like, bro, you got a kid on the train. Hey, Pumper, not in front of the kids. Oh, sorry. This shit pissing me Like, what are you doing? Cigarettes or? No, I was weed, but still, I mean, come on. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, not with the kid. No, I'm a kid on the train, man. No, I'm a stoner, but I wouldn't. Yeah, and like, I'm not gonna, and it's not gonna ruin people's day, but they're gonna, you know, you don't know how everyone else is gonna take it. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, yeah, and I think, that emotional intelligence you're talking about comes from self-observation and being willing to, you know, observe yourself and say, okay, how has my communication been? Like, what do I have to do to modify that? Because, you know, it's not always pointing fingers. You, you, you know, you mm -hmm. have to observe what you're doing, you know, mm -hmm. how to better work with yourself instead of against yourself mm. and then that just Ooh, uh oh a statement Say yeah again. <laughs> you gotta you gotta learn how to work with yourself instead of against yourself yes sir that's a fact say a lot of for the bitches in the back hey. and once you know from stemming from that that'll flow into your external relationships. Yes. You know, like your friendships will be healthier, mm -hmm. your, you know, romantic relationships, family, yeah. uh, coworkers, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, there's all steps, you know, there's so many moving factors, but. Yeah.
And a lot of it's not even your fault. I mean, and a lot of it is just how you were brought up, the yeah. genes that you carry yes. from pa- from your parents. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of things you got to work through. And that's it, what you got to do. You got to work through it. It takes work. It's, it's a it's journey. It's, what is it? It's the journey? Is that it's, what you the journey. It's, the journey. it's the journey. It's the journey. <laughs> <laughs> it's the journey for real. Like, I mean, like, you know, growth doesn't happen overnight. You know, I wish it did though. Oh, or, oh, yeah, or, yeah. or lack of growth. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Nah, but for all the people out there trying to get their lack of growth on for the summer holidays and you know the beaches and all these great things, this is when we're recording it. I don't know when we'll release it, but it'll be out most likely before or after. But I hope that you guys got outside, right? Hopefully, you went to some of the family shows. You saw some of her wonderful artwork. Um, we will show you some as well, hopefully here on the video. Um, and take us through some of the things that you would like to get into as you kind of progress your creative career. Oh, that's a great question. Um, I uh, would really like to uh, branch more into fashion. Okay. Um, you know, I've designed uh, you know, t-shirts, hoodies, and stuff. More so, like my just my art printed on stuff. Yeah. But I wanna, like, I wanna sew. I wanna like make stuff. Mm-hmm. My sister does that. Yeah. She does costumes for TV shows. So. Oh, oh fine. yeah, that's dope. Yeah. I'll introduce her to your uh, to your page. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. I know very basic sewing, but like like hand stitching, like a machine. Oh my god. When I <laughs> I got a machine during COVID because I was making masks. Ah. Um, you know, everyone. Oh, was very cool. Me. Yeah. Um. It was like, you know, like a cute little tabletop one that was meant to be simple. I would just throw it out the fucking window. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. But anyways, that is a skill that I would like to learn. Um, And uh, yeah, so designing that, um, do some like hand-painted stuff, um, you know, and just ultimately, um, you know, outside of, you know, the physical artistic stuff is just connecting with more people and, you know, the more I share my story, just the further I go in my healing journey and in my career, um, and just inspiring people and connecting with people in general, um, I think is the most important part of it all. Um, and if I can, you know, speak on my experience and help someone else to, you know, have them continue to uh, pursue their dreams and, you know, just build a happier life for yourself. You know, and the music it was a platform for me to express myself and also realize that I'm not that crazy, that there's other kids out there that might be depressed or lonely, dealing with suicide, things like this. Yeah. I like that, because you know, it gives inspiration to, to pe- people and kids who like, do have a disability and are struggling and you know, don't let that stop you and you gotta keep it going, you gotta you know, embrace it and let it become part of who you are, not something that, like you said, not against you, yeah. but with you. But with yeah. you yeah. yeah, which is a very difficult process oh. because yeah. the world is not built for people no. with disabilities. No. So, you know, there's so many obstacles and it's very hard to, you know, push through that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had times where I'm just like, well, I guess I'm fucking useless. Like, mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, you know, I, I can't, uh, you know, I can't, like I get 
too caught up in the can'ts. Yeah. Well, I can't do this because of my vision. I can't do that because of my exactly. vision. Exactly. And it's like, while those things may be true, I can use it to my advantage. Yeah. And it, it is something that does, you know, make me stand out and make me special. Exactly. Yeah. But also, like, being home is, like, who the fuck am I? You know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, yeah, confidence is, is very important. It's, yeah, no. It's hard, confidence is hard to come by with having a disability. And if yeah. I can encourage others uh, to have that confidence and go after what they want yeah. in a world that makes it very difficult for us in many levels, yeah. um, I say freaking go for it. Yeah, that's solid. Mm -hmm. That's solid. It's okay to be who you are. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> And as we've expressed, growing is something that, you know, takes a while. But as long as you understand that there can only be one you and there can be no other, then you gotta be the best you can, you can be. You know what I mean? And then that will lead into, you know, that energy hopefully leading into other people and they can be better. And then we just got, you know, everybody looking out for each other. Because at the end of the day, you know, it can, it can get kind of cold out there, you know what I mean? It can be a cold world, bundle up, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I think any way that we can make life more peaceful or just easier in general, just, like, do that. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, life, like, life kind of sucks and is hard sometimes. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if there's some minuscule way, whether big or small, that you can, you know, make your day better, make someone else's day better, or, you know, just make the world a little, you know, warmer, like you said, yeah. like, you know, because there's so much coolness, it's like, just do that, you know. And then you, you, you said something, another jewel I want to point out here for the people, focusing on the cans, right? Now, this is something that, you know, uh, I, I want to put a highlight on because it's a, it's a, that, that's kind of like a mindset thing, right, I think, mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm also, you know, trying to listen to this book. It's called *The Art of Impossible*, right? Mm -hmm. And he takes you through. He takes you through an experiment, right? And it's uh, and it's one that they did to kind of visually display, um, or at least accurately describe the difference between like what they would call high performers, right? So like you know, people that are like the top of their field, people that are high level performing athletes, things like that. Top performers in the way they think, right? and you know, your average man per se, right? right? And they found that um, during these basically vanilla level tests between all of these sort of groups of people, mm -hmm. right? Um, those, who, uh, those who were top performers, when met with a challenge, in the, the first challenge in the test, they went to what they call kind of like a divergent thinking, right? So, mm -hmm. okay, what are, what's another way that I can do the same thing? They thought of other ways to get the same right. solution. Like problem solving. Right. Stuff. Right. And it's, and it's its own way creative. It's mind opening, things like that. Meanwhile, your average man, per se, when they meet that first challenge, it's kind of, their brain literally, they this shuts show down. literally shuts off. And they literally cannot think like it, their brain does not go to the next part of, okay, how else can I solve the problem? And, you know, 
And that was a big thing for me to kind of hear. You know, like I've been in therapy and things like that, and that's kind of like the only place I really hear that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then just hear it in a book. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And then to hear it not only displayed in a book, but then explained at the scientific level, graphed on the brain. People mm. can show you the pictures of the, of the brain activity. You know, it's a, a literally a mindset. You know, if you get focused on the can'ts, you'll never find the solution. You'll just never. Yeah, you will never figure out how you can. Yeah, it's yeah. all... The journey. Yeah, yeah it's the journey. <laughs> yeah, like, if you think about it, humans are built to adapt. Oof. Mm. Ooh. You know, that, you know, biologically, yeah. that's how we survived throughout the years. You know, we learned to adapt. So that's kind of a big thing that having a disability has taught me, yeah. is, like, learning how to adapt. Yeah. I had to, to literally survive. Oh, yeah. You know, Fuck if, yeah. yeah. You know, just... It, that's in a physical sense, like physically doing things, but also mentally. Yeah. Because if I just let things consume me, I'll just crumble. Yeah. And I'll mm-hmm. just, you know, right. and I've been in those places yeah. where, you know, I've I've been hospitalized. I've had to get, you know, extra help, and mm-hmm. you know, been in some deep places, and it's. It'd be dark. Yeah. It'd be dark for real, for real, for real. You really do be like that sometimes. What? You know, and we're happy to have you here. Thank you. Thank yes. you for Thank coming you for, on. Of course. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate Thank that very much. Anything you would like to let the people know before we sign us out here? Yeah. Tony, like per se, shout out Southwest Airlines. Shout out Southwest Airlines. Thank you. Shout out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and one last time, uh, Emily, tell them where they can find you at yes. all these places. At Instagram and TikTok, Herminia Blue, H-E-R-M-I-N-I-A, Blue. Um, also, HerminiaBlue.com for my shop, my portfolio. Um, you know, come come join the community that I'm trying to build and just, and just spread, spread love, spread awareness, and just be more peaceful, you know, but that's the goal. Yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. And, uh, guys, what do you struggle with? What are some of the things that you're trying to get done that you just didn't know all the can'ts of why you can't do it? Because I'm here to tell you that you can. Because if Emily can do it, you sure enough can. And with that, you guys will be great. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. Until next time. Bow. <laughs> we have 23 seconds left. I just want to let y'all know that life will throw you a ton of curveballs. It's scary. But like if you believe, man. If you believe, and if you want it, and if you want to work hard enough for it, it can be so. Because there's no difference from me and you. I just really wanted this shit. I wanted it bad. <laughs> you know, and I, 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 I didn't want to be a failure. And nobody's a failure in this room. Don't ever think that. We can all win.